And we are back to another week of the Sisters Acting Up podcast. I'm your friendly favorite host that's in a great, great, great mood. Um, always got the most to say. Want to get back on the mic with you. Thank you for tuning back in as well. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend about the show. Make sure you continue to keep sharing the show. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Remember, we can't say Google Play no more. I don't know if they still doing the podcast over there, but I think they still are. But I know my show is still up there. So please tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, so anyway, first things first, since the last time we've been away from the microphone, what's been going on? Life has been... Life has been a challenge. I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. I mean, every single person that's listening to my voice probably going through whatever they're going through as well, too. And I sympathize and empathize. I do both because <laughs> life can be a challenge, as we already know. But even though there's the challenges and the things that we all go through when it comes to the day to day of life, it's still a motherfucking sun out. Well, it ain't been no sun. It's kind of been a sun here in St. Louis. But there is always a motherfucking sunshine somewhere for real. You understand? It's always going to be that way where you think that the clouds is like heavy every day and your situations are deep and you can't get out of them. And that's not true. You know, there's always the sun because we kind of control outside the weather. We can't control the weather, but we can control ourselves. And, you know, some of the things and ways we set the tones of our lives and some of the things we consume and do. What are you doing with your time to get through whatever your situation is? How can you have a different mindset towards it? You know, look at things a little more positively. I messed that word up. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Or look at something, you know, with a, or speak in a more positive way. Because sometimes the words that we speak sometimes can be very detrimental to ourselves too because they can be very negative. But, you know, we all be having ups and downs. And I know right now it's still winter time. A lot of people go through a lot of seasonal depression, it's, you know, and, and, and those heavy things with the weather, you know, you got to talk through that. Make sure you keeping yourself uplifted, have plenty of hobbies, check in with your, fam- your family, your friends, if, <laughs> of course, if you're cool with those people. Uh, but your tribe and the people that you continue to build with every day or throughout your life. You know, because it's a lot. I'd say it every time I get on the podcast and I do my little mental check-in. Every time I get on social media, somebody passing away or something going on, it's a lot. And then you watch the news and here I go sounding like an old motherfucker. But it's a lot of people checking out of this world and, and they checking out faster than when you know. I had, saw a story not that that wasn't too long ago where this guy literally just was he he was in the car with somebody speeding him and some other younger fella and they was speeding and he got into a he hit someone out of speeding in front of him on the highway that was actually you know doing what they were supposed to be doing they flew into something in front of them killing them and he accidentally shot himself because he had a gun on him like, just take a second to think about that story. And that's a young motherfucker that's younger than me. Bad decisions. I'm not saying the people that's listening to me that's out here doing stuff like that. But that's a that's a that's an insane situation to be in or just now your family has to go through what I'm up here talking about, the depression, the seasonal situations of now you've messed up and had a situation and you're not here anymore because of that one bad incident or that one you could have thought about that a little different or approach the situation a little different that's all the moral in the story I'm trying to preach but it's just crazy you know but 
There's always some motherfucking sun. That's all we gonna always say. It's always some sun somewhere. Off that. Listen, let me tell you this. Politics in the grand scheme of things are fucking they wilder. They more wilder than a a soap opera. I tell you that. This is a soap opera for votes. It's a soap opera for votes, everybody. Everybody this week that I've come across on political, whether it be on political Twitter, you know what I'm saying, the black the black vote is always we always talking about it every day and i look on twitter and see the differences split of the opinions of the candidates it's kind of like a, a a re a reincarnation of where we were when trump actually got into office kind of in a different way when you look at the splitting of how the country kind of is. I mean, there's always going to be a splitting to this country because everybody's visa and everybody's credit card in America is different. Some of us credit folks only can get Capital One. Them ain't the same people, baby, that take the check and, and vote on their side. They got the, you know, the, the black cards and the American Express. Them people got good credit and they got, that's a different side of America. But over here with the Capital One folks, <laughs> the Capital One credit card, you repeat offender, you. Um, only us, or I'm looking at the dynamics of how we're even looking at politics and our candidates a little different, similar to when we were when Hillary and that other guy, Trump, wasn't in office, right? And then he won. We we he he was a powerful force then, but he's a, even more of a powerful force now. And then you got what we got now in office, which is Joe, the the man who can't even stay awake half the time that you asking him a question. You don't know if he's looking down. And yes, I sound very ageist right now, but you know what? I think it, it, it should be accepted when we talk about the highest office in the country. Because if these people at the highest office can get rid of old people that work at day jobs and down into the country, you telling me I can't age shame them? Yes, baby. They age shame at other jobs every single day. Y'all are okay with it and approve it every single day in life until it comes to the president. I keep seeing on Twitter and in other conversations about people saying, you guys need to stop worrying about the, the nuance, the little stuff. Age doesn't matter. He's still running the country and da, 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 baby. It says a lot about our country. If outside of politics, a person that's 65 years old got to work at Amazon or Walmart, or all these other places, and they 65. I read a story about somebody working at, at fucking, they worked, they had a job at, I think it was another warehouse or Walmart. S somebody had uh, talked about the person losing their benefits, and they was needing to get their job back. I think something happened, and they didn't work there, or the company cut them for something, and apparently, you know, this person was doing something that was very con conscientious at work and it was an unfortunate situation where they got fired or let go and it went viral. This person was working, I think it was Walmart, but they were like, more people were noticing in the article on the, on the, on the tweet or whatever in the story that the person was 75 years old working at this, this place, wherever it was. If the senior citizen, if we got a senior citizen running the country and another senior citizen, because y'all keep talking about, y'all keep age-shaming Joe. We need to be age-shaming both of those guys and everybody else that they work with in, in, in the government entity <laughs> up there that run the country. 
Trump is old too. Like him and he just, the only difference is, is he's more cynical and where's his oldness, right? Whereas Joe still trying to be, you, you know, he, he Joe daddy biting, you know what I'm saying? He got a, he the, he the swaggy guy. He wants to appeal. He wants to come down to LA and talk to the entertainers, you know, so he can see, he like, you know, Trump, he, he got with the rappers, you know what I'm saying? Over there, he got some rappers out and then more rappers like them. So we need more rappers to like me. Cause all the rappers right now are telling the people to go to Trump over there. You know, you got the Trump chick. Sorry, that's my speaker in the back and went off. But you got the, the the Trump over here getting sexy red and all these other waka flockas and all these other celebrities. And then, you know, the other number one, the number one Trump's the, you know, we'll talk about him later because he didn't came out with some music. You can, you can, you can take that route down there. But you got all these other rappers co-signing because sexy red went viral several weeks, months almost ago which turned off a lot of people because she came out and was like, oh, baby, on some podcast, we need him back in office. We need Trump back in office when the hood wasn't the same until he gave us them Trump chicks. When a motherfucker tell you that they could call a check a Trump check because I got it and it changed my life, even if it was $2,000, that should tell you a lot about where politics are in this country, where we are, where we stand in general, and just the testament of the country. Again, they're two different Americas, even if it is a person that's black, right? We're still two different Americas for me to another black woman. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> but still that's crazy so i look at everybody talking about their age i'm like joe is just as old like <laughs> joe is old and so is trump <laughs> like uh, who's battling for the seat first i don't know they not running that fast enough they can't <laughs> they can't get to the presidential seat that fast they can't run that fast you know i don't know i think joe might he, I mean, he literally gets on TV and he literally fought about to fall asleep. If I went to my job and did that, baby, I would have been fired a long time ago. If I had a, if there was a, oh shit. My bad, y'all. A little, little, little accident and little water bottle fell off my table. <laughs> Knocked it off, but that's all right. So what I was saying pretty much like we in a bad place. We are in a very, very bad place that America sometimes doesn't like to say out loud we in a bad place. Yes. The country, there's a whole population of people in the country that aren't making enough money, aren't being able to put food on their table. They're still struggling every single day on all these different uh, things that affect these laws and things that affect their everyday life. Um, you know, when it comes to reproducing, having a family, having a job, being able to pay for a home. They want to talk about millennials in homes, but do you know how much houses cost in today's time? <laughs> do you know how many people also have their own challenges with getting credit and loans? And for a bank to give you a loan, you literally have to pretty much sign a, a death certificate for 30, 40 years. Everybody that got a home, they all that's listening to my voice, they probably already know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, right? <laughs> but you got to do a lot to get that. And that's just one aspect of life. And then you got this big thing with immigration and kicking people out the country and down they, they want to talk about migration and immigrants and people coming into this country illegally not so illegally and throwing people in jail and it's like when america gets so testy on who can live somewhere and who can't <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, Christopher Columbus, if you're going to sit here and tell me something like that. But we ain't going to, I ain't even going to get into the debate of who can and who can't be, get into the 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 country because that's a very parallel situation. But baby, Eric Adams, baby, when you up there in New York, the mayor of New York, when you sit here trying to tell me because they had a situation with a supposed mig- immigrants that was in the uh, state, the, one of their substations up there, they got into a fight with the police. You know, using the tactics of using, utilizing the police and, and immigrants and all of that, it's just nasty business out here, Eric. It's just nasty business. That's... Uh... Go look up the story if y'all want to do. I don't. I don't even feel like, feel like getting into that. But I will say, for the most part, that's not a problem, America. Poverty is a problem, America. The fact that America, corporate America, thinks fifty k is a is a high parent salary or twelve dollars an hour is a high parent salary to pay somebody when most people paying rent in in this country are paying over a thousand dollars to live in their places. <laughs> come on and you want to tell me this guy up here that's running our country he old up here falling asleep they asking him questions you can't tell if his eyes is black or closed like uh, which one do i see white eyelids or do i see pupils in there that's black i don't know <laughs> joe daddy is it okay you trying to tell me that he can sit up there at his job and go to sleep and the person that's struggling in this country at 75 years old, that still got to go take a job at Amazon and Walmart. You trying to tell me that that they would have a job? No, somebody would be filming them on the Internet, baby. Sleep at the at the greeters situation when you come into Walmart in the beginning of the store and they fell asleep. And it's that person that got time today that or want to be petty or ignorant. We already know what type of world we live in. They film that old ass motherfucker sitting there falling asleep at they did they been there for 12 hours, but not telling people they really been there for 12 hours. They film them falling asleep. They go viral and then Walmart pick it up and they get fired. That's somebody's story right now across this country. Their life, they can't just be like somebody wake up Joe ass. Joe, get up. You sleep. And he just come back. Oh, fellow Americans, you know how he is. I wasn't sleep. I was just, I was just counting sheep. You know, he'll make some dumb ass joke like that. And then he'll go back to his, his quarters and cabins where he got a full fledged meal already, already just like the, uh, I ain't going to make that joke. I'm going to pull back. Cause that was going to be a very bad joke about the president. And I don't need the feds and all the people after me because I made a bad joke. I ain't, I ain't trying to be up there at, at the D list like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It's just cast your votes. A lot of people feel away. I don't like I rather I, I'm honestly say that I rather just vote for the guy that's falling asleep. At least he already got the job. than the new the, the old employee that want a job back. How about that? We need to keep the criminal out of the seat. <laughs> And I promise ain't no political people funding me to say that or nothing from this from this show. But we need to keep the criminal. He on he on trial right now. I said this already on this show before. He's on trial. Like it's people. It's a person that can't get a job at Walmart or McDonald's because they got a trial. I mean, they got a situation, a case. And and sometimes them cases be for way less than when he on Kate when he going to trial for when he sitting up there in the highest chair trying to bid and plead for his for his uh you know for his his freedom his freedom right the man that can pay he can pay he got money 
He got hotels in this country. He's rich as fuck. <laughs> like, it, you, 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 he was the president. Like, this is so American. Not to everybody else, just to me. I know I'm talking to y'all, my people, but just to me. <laughs> that don't sound crazy out loud. That a guy that owns chain hotels and just and a billionaire guy is just a person we elected president. And he's so impactful. There's so many people you ever look at the footage from like Trump rallies and some of the stuff they say on camera. It's just it's just the wildest, insane things. But I'm like, I can totally know that person at work that said what they said at a Trump rally. I could totally meet them in the break room and they saying some wild ass shit. <laughs> you like, are you really saying this out loud? Do you know I'm a black person? You don't care though, because when it comes to talking about that, then you already know I'm a where a person like that does say it out loud. You know, you know where they stand in life, and we know to stay away, <laughs> stay away, stay away. <laughs> That's all you can get. But I don't know. Politics are annoying. This really affects the younger people, of course, people my age, and especially much younger than me into their earlier twenties with this with 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 the state of America. But I understand once again the people that are speaking out and have, you know, because a lot of political, a lot of people in the entertainment industry and 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 just in general when it comes to politics in this country and where you stand. Remember, there's two Americas. There's people that vote, and then there's people that don't vote, and you always got that argument. And like I started talking about this topic we were talking about the black vote that's always every year we're shamed if we do and we shamed if we're not when it comes to voting in this country when everything is all systematic and programmed out to a to a t you know why are we having that conversation and not talking about the bigger problem who we have to vote for <laughs> a lot of people will say no especially if they already used to not vote and they gonna really say no you mean i get the t i gotta pick it's the I, I ain't even going to get them no more old jokes. I already made enough of them earlier. You get what I'm saying? No. Ain't nobody going to go vote for that. They're going to just back out of that situation and not do it. But I don't know. America and its problems. Next movie. Where is Will Smith? Where is Jonathan Majors? He got fired. He ain't coming. Who else on the list? Where is Wesley? You know, where is Michael B. Jordan when you need him? <laughs> Terminator part 35. I don't know what to tell y'all. Moving on, child. Um, so, Club Shay Shay. <laughs> Even calling this dude. <laughs> his, YouTube, his YouTube channel. Club Shay Shay. You know, I love when things impact and change culture, right? When the needle is always changed. Whether I feel like it's for good or for bad. I've ever I've been a person in the past to stand on stuff like that's bad for the culture. We shouldn't da 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 da. It's a stigma and it's a a negative influence. And there's times and places to have those conversations. But as I've grown, I know that maybe something that isn't I can still see the impact in something, even though if it's not something that I always agree with, right? But we can see how something can shift culture and brings in the mess in the people. And that's Club Shay Shay. It's between the bottle, Shannon Sharp, and talking. Man, when I tell you every time he has a controversial guest on his show and they coming on there to air somebody out and they've been drinking that whatever it is and that cognac and that bottle, I don't know. Monique told y'all that it was it's something very pleasurable for the ladies if you drank it. 
I'm not much of a cognac drinker or any of that. But for you folks that's out there, I would say don't drink it. <laughs> but I want, but I understand, you know, and in a perfect setting for me, I might just take it. It just depends on where life takes you. You just never know. But if it got me want to talk up there and, and air people out, I don't know if I want to take that down at Club Shay Shay. But that's, a, that's just me playing around. Monique was on his show in, in similar Cat Williams fashion. You know, she came on to talk about what we always know she talk about, baby. We've been talking about her. We actually talked her up because, of course, when Taraji flashed back to her situation, was publicly telling everybody that she was broke. And, well, she wasn't. Why black people always got to put extra and say somebody was broke? Why I got to say that? Because that's not true. That's not what she said. She didn't say she was broke in the poor house. <laughs> well, look at America, how it's conditioned us. But, no, she came out. Uh, upset about the financial disparities that were really happening behind the closed doors with the treatment, you know, that she's getting on set, all those things, her pay, not being able to get it like that. When the, you know, the other America in corporate America throw you away at the, in the entertainment business or see no value, they're not coming to you. Right. Um, Empire, has been off since 20 or it was from on from what 2017 up until I believe the beginning of the pandemic. I'm not really sure, but it had more than five year run. And if you can get over five years on TV and she had already came from another TV show because she was used to being on that TV, on that TV run and TV money is way different than movie money. And, you know, acting in those movies, because with TV, you getting a salary, you know what I'm saying? Because they get so many episodes <laughs> you know, you getting paid for them and you just, you know, if they want to cut you some residuals, if that show goes into syndication, that you then you get that. If the royalties are good, right? Depending on your contract, what you sign. So she was in a good situation because she used to be on that one show, that cop ass show. I can't think of the name of it. And then her character got killed, which is so typical for them to kill the black, the only black characters on these shows. Always got to kill them. Always got to have hard shit. Um, <laughs> shout out to the writers of Hollywood. But you know, she was used to that CBS money because I remember that show, Person of Interest, that's the name of that show. She was on that. And that's, I know the, you know, all the cop people and all them people that love them cop shows and copaganda and all that. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> but all the people that like the law and orders and the cop shows, they get easy fans because those are easy shows to win over a certain generation and keep the checks flowing because it's always going to be one of those type of shows on TV. So sh she was eating good. Then Empire and Empire was start. They was making they bread. We all saw how the impact the empire was and so on. So then when you fall off, I don't want to say fall off, but if it's, you know, orchestrated by you not getting no more work, that's the fall off of the situation because I can't get no money. You know what I'm saying? They don't see value in me anymore. I didn't play the game like Monique. She didn't say this. This is me putting and bringing Monique into the conversation more to talk about her on Club Shay Shay. But they didn't treat me like Monique. So why am I still crying about, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all, pay and different things like that when, you know, I did it this way. I played the game and da, 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 da. And all of us as black people, if you hear that, what I just said, play the game, all of us know the context of what that means in everyday walk of life for us. We've heard it. We've done it. And then we have other people that have heard it and not done it, you know, and I've been on both sides where I've heard it and done it and been in the system of doing that. And that doesn't mean anything more for the next person that didn't. <laughs> it just comes later at your turn when we're talking about people that make money off of us, right? In dollar signs. But most of it, 
has to do with who's next and who wants to be next in their industry, of course, because they're all actors. They're all fighting for chicks and all that other stuff that comes along with that. Bring Monique into the situation. Like, baby, I've been telling y'all since the beginning. I've been telling you since day one. So she trying to tell us that on Club Shay Shay. Now, I did not watch the whole interview that Shannon put out this week. It's on his YouTube. I'm late. It's It's been out for days. A lot of people have already pretty much talk, talked about it. You know, it's it's been out for actually a couple days. It ain't been out that long. But it's been relatively, you know, the talk of the town or what everybody's been teeing about. Because, of course, Monique always <laughs> brings a draw. But the, the, the interview is two hours long. I might go finish it because... I have a love-hate relationship with Club Shay Shay and Monique. <laughs> and I won't say hate, but both of them can be very tiresome in both different ways. Him with his lack of... I'm sorry. I know that this is his platform and I talked about it before, but sometimes he has very vapid questions. But I understand. It's kind of like the same effect that Nori has on Drink Champs. I'm not saying he's on that level because Shannon is not on the same level as Nori. Nori is a little further down the spectrum and that's not me that's me being funny and being serious because he can really ruin an interview with bad questioning and not sticking to a topic <laughs> in the flow of something but Shannon is his his is more on a, the football guy that was really cool back in the day you know what I'm saying but they were very like empty maybe don't have much else to offer outside of being just cool does that make sense they can't dig a little deeper it's still kind of shallow in there a little bit but I also understand that these are two motherfuckers sitting on the couch drinking liquor talking talking is talking I'm doing you know people do podcasts all the time so I'm not trying to hate on him in that sense but He's respectful. I'll give him that. But <laughs> and then you got Monique, who's another person that gets it to her. I, I'm with her. And I guess this is my review of what I saw because I watched up up to an hour in all the clips and everything, of course, when it dropped on Twitter. And we knew when he did the tease of the photo to the, um, you know, their episode about the drop. That's the new promo, of course, because we all got to do the promo run of putting our episodes out and who our guests are. And he come out every Wednesday. So he got somebody every week, you know, and. Then he teased Monique and everybody's like, oh, here we go. And in 2024, man, everybody getting on this show and, and blowing it up. And that, I mean, she didn't do anything different because, again, just like Cat Williams, there's always a reaction to the action, right? We already know that everybody came out and was mad about them. Now everybody mad. I want to say everybody. I think public perception in this time with Monique is in the middle because some people see her side of what she's saying of being blackballed and understanding the grind of not having and this is your passion and this is your craft. It's no different if someone would tell me that and I have been in that situation where you get laid off or whatever the case may be where you can't do what you've been doing and you know yourself to be good at it. You mean all my bags can't be, you know, given to me. All of my money got to be squeezed out. All because I did what I was supposed to do, but I didn't do the, the the extra or the little bit. You know, if you relate that to our world, that's not celebrities or actors or in the entertainment industry. The, think about it as if the time you didn't buy your coworker a 
gift or participate in the Santa Claus shit and all that shit in Chris or at Christmas. And I do mean that good and bad when I say shit, because <laughs> you know we love to participate with your family and all that. But then your co- you just really ain't got an extra to give on this particular time and you don't get picked because you didn't participate in that. And and it becomes a pattern when you do stuff because that's some of the playing the game tactics that are used to manipulate or cut off in these powered structured places, right? Same instance with Monique and her situation. I I'm doing my due diligence and obligations to my work and contractual obligations. And then you're asking me to go fly out and do all this extra stuff and not even trying to meet me in the middle and accommodate me. No, it's no different. Whoa, it's just, it's Monique and people, and she's a comedian. And even the impact of this show, when it came out, the perception of everybody being behind Cat Williams, I saw everybody, of course, he's a man. <laughs> so everybody going to be with him. And then he talks, but he doesn't, he doesn't, of course, talk the way that Monique talked because they're different people. <laughs> and Monique is very testy. I will say that. <laughs> I will say that. I still stick to that. But I understand because she's a Sagittarius woman like me. Sometimes words cannot be our, sometimes words can be our friends and sometimes words cannot be our friends. I understand on that aspect. But, you know, she still didn't get the same impact. She got the impact of people talking and blowing stuff up and <laughs> getting a reaction because she did. Because D.L. Hughley, you know, he started getting into the chat and then you got other people getting into a chat to other celebrities and other famous people. And, you know, that's the world that we kind of live in. And that keeps everybody afloat in a news cycle every week. Same thing with my show. It ain't no different. <laughs> it's a part of the building cycle. But when it comes to Monique, she's she's a lot more brash, of course, and she's going to be labeled a lot more brash because she's a woman and it's okay for men to be brash. It's not okay for women. So society standards tell us tells us to not be brash. So that's something that she has to deal with. But she's a little trying because here comes more of me stopping my analogies and talking more how I feel from watching Monique. I feel like she is hurt still by the situation and you still can tell you can still tell in the interview and you can still tell by the way she approached the situation. It's not for me to antagonize somebody else's pain because I've been in pain and I've understand understood in life when I'm still stuck in something and I haven't grown in out of it, which it sounds like Monique has a little bit if you watch some of the interview. But when somebody doesn't want to reciprocate back, yes, I'm telling my story. But I expect, I feel like she still expects an apology or a response from Tyler Perry and Oprah. And I don't think they're ever going to get it. And, and a part of the healing journey, if you are on a healing journey, is the forgiving part. Where it has nothing to do with being cool with them or thinking that, right? It's being okay with this person. not. You can forgive this person for something that they did to you and move on especially if it's a business aspect, you don't have to fuck with them. You don't have to like them, but you don't have to be trapped in the fact of if their name comes up 20 years from now, removed from whatever situation it is, you're not still holding on to resentment or using it to say that this is the reason why something is still not happening to me, right? I still see Monique's kind of in that energy, 
But of course, the tides always change because we do want to see Monique, you know, be successful. She does have a pocket of fans that respect her and love her and love her comedy. You know, I do think she's funny on stage. She is definitely hilarious. She is definitely a goat. But then there's the other side of, like I said, you have to be okay in the forgiveness part that this person is not going and uh, and also understand with healing other people have their own boundaries too, right? They did you wrong. They did something. Either they're thinking about it or they're not. We can't say because they're not here telling us or acknowledging, right? They have moved on and they have put boundaries up and shown you they don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to say it as nice as possible, right? Because that's how it is when you fall out with somebody or something happens. They're showing you they don't give a fuck. They might not be on as direct as me saying that. It might be very sensitive where they slightly don't give a damn. See how I changed those words? But they're showing you actions that they don't want to acknowledge you, say sorry, do whatever it is that you're doing, move on from the situation I think that's where we are in time. Monique is still looking for an apology, looking for something from them. I don't know if that's to still make business relationships or to heal because, of course, now we have blown up the situation all these years that she's been on it because, of course, we know that this isn't a fight that just started today just because she's on Club Shay Shay. Looking amazing, by the way, because her hair, ooh, baby, uh, it was swaying, baby. You, you you looking good. And she and now she going on tour with Cat Williams, which is the perfect situation for her. They can go and all of them can just air it out. And they're great com the comedians on stage. So, you know, not necessarily a show for me, but I, but amazing. I'm sure that's, that makes sense for her career. This is what I'm saying. Like, uh, you're looking, if she's still looking for an apology, from Tyler Perry or Oprah, it's okay. They're not gonna give it to you. They don't they don't give a fuck and they don't give a damn. Go back to those examples I just laid out. You have to let it go, move on. It happened to you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that she needs to embrace a new aspect to her career. Still get back on stage, keep doing stage comedy and figure out a different way to go get your bag. It's all different ways for all of us to prosper and make money off these podcasts and responding to everybody everybody doing the same shit momo you come on and do it with us too you know and then her and the husband situation i've spoke on it before but the whole calling him daddy all of that not necessarily my favorite thing because if a if a if a woman came to me as another woman and told me that a, another man raised her and it's supposed to be the person that they go have sex with every night or whatever they do in their bed, I hate to go get so explicit, but that's weird to me. Okay, I'm gonna just put it that way. That's but other than that, y'all y'all was talking about Club Shay Shay Monique just like Cat Williams is up in the meme history <laughs> with the, the clips and stuff they said on that show and again Club Shay Shay is actually even though I'm talking about him and his interviewing skills I don't think he really needs to, I mean he he could fix it and, and tweak and tug it but he got a rocket on his hands and and he got impact and, and a lot of football players as we already seen have already embraced being on podcasts also as they all have their own shows ones that were popular and people that weren't. And it's so funny to see his career and how it went 
when he got off of Undisputed, like everything is happening for him. And that's great because we all were behind him, of course, in that situation and how it ended over there with that TV show and how these networks can be. But I don't know. He a workaholic. So he 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 got all of the necessities to go viral each time if with the right guest. And he has. So, you know, y'all go check out Club Shay Shay and Monique. Um, Moving on. It's been some music that definitely has been out because, of course, we're getting closer and closer to it getting warmer outside across these across these states. Tour season is coming. They want us back outside. Pandemic time. They want us to say forget it and get back out and spend some money. And guess what? I've been spending money because I already bought some tickets to go see Usher. And I shouldn't be going. To, I shouldn't be doing it. But it's, I can't help it. He's he's going on tour. I've never seen Usher. I've been a fan since I was. I was a, a a small, small thing, and I never seen Usher ever, and everybody's kept talking, and you can't, every friend that came back, yes, I'm salty, but <laughs> not in a bad way, of course. It's just like me and Beyonce, but I, you know, concert tickets be a lot, you know what I'm saying? But you can't help with the the market revenue, just like everything else, like, you can't help it if, if, if the market is saying this is what a concert ticket is, and you really want to see the person, it's either... Well, like we got to do with the eggs or everything else. You either get on or you get off. <laughs> so, but anyway, bringing up Usher, let's get into No, I'm going to save Usher. We'll get back to Usher. We know. And I'm actually recording this episode before the Super Bowl. I'm going to push myself to come back because I'm on a roll this, Feb- this February and, and my structure is a little different. <laughs> this month I've been on my black history shit. That mean organize your ass, nigga. <laughs> um, but I'm going to come back in after the Super Bowl because we got to talk about the performance, right? And I don't want to miss it. But I want to talk about, so the women in, in hip hop, all the female rappers and all of them that's holding on to hip hip hop and keeping it going, they are making it a lot more entertaining than the men. I keep telling y'all this all the time. But we always got to enter the girl chat and have a little homegirl to home other homegirl conversation. But from an older homegirl, right? So we got this Ice Spice and Lotto beef, right? It's really pretentious, but it's but I, I noticed the Gen Zers are into it. They looking at it and they trying to create this thing. Lotto responded. I don't know if you would say responded, but they've been all throwing, all the female rappers don't get along with each other, you know, and everybody, again, and I talked about this last week on the last episode, like with the Nikki and, you know, Nikki and Meg beef, everybody looks at the fact that they fighting when men have been fighting for centuries, but we're not going to bring them into the conversation because I get it. Having beef with people, you really shouldn't have beef with people, you know, everybody should really be able to get along, especially in the industry where everybody should have enough money to be making it right because we shouldn't be mad at each other. But I understand people get the popping shit and everybody's friends with everybody behind or, you know, business friends because there's levels to friendship, right? <laughs> if anybody understands that, it's all adults that's been through uh, different friendships and different things. But you have people that are cool with this rapper like Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice and then you have Lotto, who's friends with Cardi and friends with Meg and make music and everybody telling people to draw aside. So that's how you got all this stuff happening because Lotto's already had an issue with Nikki. And then Ice Spice threw her line and her, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all cannot, and I hope one day I eat these words, but I don't think I'm going to come back five years from now and eat these words because I think my radar is pretty good. 
Ice Spice is garbage. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry <laughs> from the, the the song we about to talk about. And I don't know if it's just garbage or the fact that I'm just old. And I'm going to embrace the fact that, yes, Ashlyn, you're 33 years old. There's some rap that you just can't listen to. And Ice Spice might also be up in that category. But I don't want to sound like an old hater because we know all the old hater shit was already happening at the Grammys. We'll talk about that <laughs> in a second. But I don't know. It's just, it's like, it's not good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just basic lyrics, basic beats, but I understand. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't really get into it. I don't want to get into trashing the girl and her song. So they just been, Ice Spice and Lotto been definitely th throwing shots at each other back and forth online and on the records. You know, I can't say though with the women, they are keeping this this hip hop thing alive and keeping it entertaining for the fans because the guys have just been quiet. What's been going on, man? They don't want to do the entertaining stuff of hip hop no more. I guess not. I guess we got the girls that's doing it, huh? Um but I don't know. I don't really care about Lotto and Ice Spice. But for this generation, I'm sure that's something for them. But Sunday service is actually, I can see myself coming back to it. Lotto still get played a lot of places. And she got the music that make me want to, you know, do a little diddy bop. You know what I'm saying? A little ratchet diddy bop. And you'd be like, you killing it, girl. You know, it sounds good. Let's go have a drink or something, you know? <laughs> but, you know, keep with that it's been a lot of music out usher he put out an album i listened to it i talk about it in a second you got that other crazy man kanye him and the white woman been walking around la in freezing rain she out here with the cheeks side note he just been walking around with this woman and he got a mask fully on his face and big boots and homeless people chic clothes i don't know what to call it but he put out an album actually too. I woke up it's Saturday, y'all. So he he I woke up this morning, but they've been teasing that he was supposed to come out an album because he been teasing it the last the last two or three months. His hive loves it, you know. But the album's called Vultures. I listened to it and I actually was surprised surprised to hear what I was listening to. I was like, wow, this is actually good. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and hold it to you. I'm going to have to give you one because I've been a Kanye hater for quite some time. That's not saying I'm coming back to your hive or nothing because I don't do no hives, baby, when it comes to Kanye. But this is not that bad. You know, this is very good music that he's actually putting out. So if y'all want to go listen to that, go listen to him. Let me talk about this Usher album. I don't know who Usher album is for. I don't know if Usher even understands his own audience. But this is not it, my brother. This is not it. We got a full, we got a few songs on there that was hitting and knocking, but this album is not, it's not for me, man. It's, 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 it's not, it's not hitting like that. It's, it's kind of, I think I like less than five songs on it and it's like 12 or 15 on there. You know, that's a full solid album. And it, it just wasn't knocking. I was like, man, I don't know. It, and it's kind of, we like the singles. Good, good. We thought she was going to give us some more bops like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what Usher's on. I just can't wait to the Super Bowl. I told you I was going to come back because Usher is the man. And I love all the lists that we've all created to tell him what he should and shouldn't do and perform on the stage. I know he's going to still entertain us. You get what I'm saying? So we'll talk about his performance. What else been? But this one, he he can miss me with this. Uh, this album is, uh, uh, 
I think it's called Come Coming Home. I think that's the name of it. He looked good on the album cover. I say you did. He got the peach and the muscles. I was like, man, the brownness is looking fine on that album cover. But this this album cover does not reflect that man meat that's on that album cover. It does not. It does not. It does not. It does not. <laughs> it does. It does not. Um, what else we got? It's been a lot of music. Sexy red. She been. <laughs> I don't know. The key is like sexy red. I don't. <laughs> I can't get, I can and can't get with it. I'm in the middle. Um, I don't know. A lot of R&B uh, has been out also. It's good vibes. They want you to come outside and spend your money, stream some music, feel good. We we in February. It's been a lot of black history. Y'all continue to be blackity, black, 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 and all that other stuff. I can't think of nothing else as far as topics goes. It's been a really good episode um, as well, uh, y'all know what to do. Keep streaming the show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all the all the spots out there. And if you see me on the socials, hit a girl up on Twitter, share the podcast or two, and then we're going to hit y'all back. Oh, yeah. Treat yourselves very nice, please. You treat yourself nice, you treat other people nice. It's, it's, it's a chain reaction. It's a good chain reaction. Drink your water, eat your vegetables, laugh, lighten up your load. You know what I'm saying? Try to do things for yourself, moisturize your skin. Cause when you ashy and you traumatize, it's just a bad life to live. You feel me? <laughs> and I've been ashy and traumatized. So never, don't live that way. It's better ways to live in life. All right. We hit you back on the next one.